0: To T and J Wellness, a podcast with Tammy and Justine, where we discuss wellness to enrich our emotional, physical, and spiritual selves.
1: Hey guys, this is really exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, It's you know we've we've been working this this has been coming together for probably a good what two three months. Yeah, that we've been kind of talking about doing this and. Um, I guess that's kind of a heads up too. If you are thinking, oh, I'm going to whip up a podcast. Oh, it's a, it's a lot longer of a commitment. There's it's a lot more you have to do to prepare.
0: Yeah. It's definitely not as easy as I thought it was going to be in the beginning, mm-hmm. but it's been so much fun to do.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. And doing the research for it. And it's, it's all been really exciting. So anyway, we had kind of been talking back and forth about putting a podcast together because we wanted to maybe hook everybody up, especially in the Northeastern Pennsylvania area with some wellness resources that we have available here. Um, I think we've already come across a few things that are just online, so that could really be available to anybody. Um,
0: Especially with everything that's been going on in this world, what I think was what really helped us figure out that this is what we wanted to do. Because we wanted to get our word out and help people any way that we can during this time. Right.
1: Right. Well, yeah, especially because everybody's worried about their physical health. But what about all the other parts? And I, I think our, especially as we're starting to go out into the world, anxiety is like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's normal. Yeah. is just feeling anxious.
0: And people still don't really want to talk about it. Yeah. Which is very interesting because that is um, our emotional health is such a big part of wellness Uh that nobody really wants to address. Uh When everybody thinks of wellness, it's like, oh, what diet are you doing? What gym do you go to?
1: But no
0: one talks about the other stuff.
1: Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think I was telling you last week when we met, like, some people, when they define wellness, just doing the research online, you have you have emotional, physical, mental, spiritual, uh, educational, what financial was another one financial, um, what's, what's social. the word when you're, social wellness, yeah. the, the, the word for figuring out your career, <laughs>
0: <laughs> occupational, that's the word,
1: <laughs> occupational. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. <laughs> <Her> name. <laughs> Oh, so, Tammy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Okay, so I guess maybe just focusing on career-wise, not so much talking about, like, my family mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Um, I started out at Muhlenberg College. Um, that's where I got my bachelor's in, I did a, a double major in religion and psychology. Oh, that's and then, super cool. Yeah, and then I went out to Chicago. Um mm-hmm. And that's where I continued with both of those things. So I went to seminary. I got a master's in theology. Um, What had happened was a lot of people, because I was so interested in the religion courses, and I just started, I had one professor in particular that I just loved. Um, So I, like, every time I just needed, like, an elective, Mm -hmm. I would just pick one of her classes. And um, I should look her up, because I don't remember what her name was. But um, she... She was awesome. So anyway, I ended up taking a lot of religion classes and people had said, oh, since you're interested in like counseling and stuff, but you're also, you know, into some of the the spiritual aspects as well. Why don't you become a pastor? Because they do a lot of counseling. Mm -hmm. So I went to seminary and I was like, yeah, no, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, they don't. So I started taking classes and I was like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, they end up actually sending You know they'll meet with people maybe two or three times. If they need more than that, they send them out to people like us. So I was like, okay, this is not the path for me. I ended up becoming a deacon and got my masters in social work and masters in theology. So um, I got my masters in social work from University of Chicago. Um, Then we moved back to Pennsylvania. We were in Lebanon for a while, Mm -hmm. Um, and I I had an awesome supervisor there. Um, Her name is Angie. I do remember her name. Um, and so I was there for about three years. Um, did a lot of supervision to get my license and social work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did outpatient therapy there. Then we moved up to the Scranton area to be uh, closer to my husband's family. And, um, I did some, some different things like um, BSC work, uh, mobile therapy, um, things like that. I was, you know, working in the schools, um, working with kids was all always a, a, a strong suit for me. Um, mm-hmm. I found that a lot of therapists wouldn't work with kids and I was like, why not? It's so easy. Um, and then realized it's not actually easy. It's just where my gifts are. That's, that's mm-hmm. what I'm good at. So, um, you know, I work with adults too. Um, but just recognizing that I have a strength there, I, I always have kids on my caseload. Um, but anyway, then I um, went into a school um, for emotional support and autism support. I worked as the school counselor. Um, we we grew very quickly because I was originally just the only school counselor that we had for two okay. different schools and I would travel. Um, and then we grew to the point where we had four different schools and we ended up with I think one to three school counselors in each school. Um, That's that's how, that's how much it it grew. Um, And I, you know, worked my way up there. I um, became an administrator. One one of the things I liked was working with the kids who needed autism support. Um, Mm -hmm. And that wasn't something that I did so much as a school counselor. So as an administrator, I got to work with them more and I really kind of developed some of my um, skills in, in working with that population. So, um, I was there for almost 10 years, um, started to really feel a pull that I needed to get back into the, I I was, especially because we grew so fast, I was doing a lot more office work. Um, and so I felt like I needed to get back in there, get my hands dirty, get, get back to working with people, uh, directly because I was much more, um, you know, behind the scenes at that point. So um, went into um, where I'm at now, um, where you know we're in, I'm in a, a private practice in the Scranton area, uh, doing outpatient. Um, I see, I see lots of I have awesome clients, um, but I see a, a lot of uh, different. I have a, a variety, so I see kids. Um, I see people who have diagnoses on the autism spectrum. Um, I see a lot of adults with trauma, um, and, um, you know, then just sort of the gamut from there mm-hmm. depression, anxiety, um, you know, and a lot of these, the things we're talking about in this podcast are something that, you know, we talk about with everybody because everybody's dealing with how do we take care of ourselves? It's not just about what we eat and are you exercising? It has to do with you know, are you taking care of oh and that's another thing, like because I have the religious background, a lot of times mm-hmm. people are like, Oh, well you're religious, so you know, I'm not religious. I don't wanna but um it's not like that. I'm much more spiritually based. I don't mm-hmm. I don't care what your religion is and I use air quotes there, um, I don't care, you know, what denomination you follow or, you know, anything like that. Um, I mean I do care, but it it's much more about what is your relationship with the higher power? Okay. Um, you know where and and I I think it's important to, um, and I'm sure we'll dive into some of that, you know, mm-hmm. in a later episode or whatever. But just looking at what is our spiritual journey, what is our relationship there with the rest of the world? Um,
0: and I think that's a really good question and a really good thing to explore too. Mhm.
1: Mhm. Yeah. That's so awesome. how about, how about you? Where have you come from?
0: I have come from, let's see. I started at Albright college in running um, oh. where I got my bachelor's in psych and political science. Um, nice. I really, yes. From that, I learned that I hated politics and <laughs> never wanted okay. to ever be involved. I wanted to be a lawyer at one point and I thought political science would be like the way to go.
1: Really? Um,
0: and then after getting a degree in it I realized I never wanted to do that ever again.
1: Um. I was say you seem you seem very energetic for being a lawyer. I don't right? know if you're
0: it just it would have never <laughs> ever worked out.
1: The energy you bring into a room I I mean, I guess you would capture everyone's attention, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it would have never worked out. And I can't be like, I can't be stern and I can't be like scary. I don't think, I don't think I could ever do that part. Um, So then I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. So I started working at a hospital where I worked on a kid's unit with kiddos who were having really, really difficult times. And I fell in love with it.
1: Mm. So from
0: there, I went to a, like a partial program. And then from then, I also went and started working as a TSS and an MT with kiddos on the autism spectrum. So, and that was, I just loved that so much. Went to grad school in Scranton at Marywood. Um, Oh, we
1: should say what an MT and a a TSS are, because I don't know that everybody knows what that means.
0: So, uh, therapeutic staff support and a mobile therapist. There we go. Um, There you go. I had to think about what that was for a second, too. It's been <laughs> oh, so sorry. Long. Put you on the <laughs> <It's> spot. <okay. laughs> uh, so that is, and I loved doing that. Got my master's in psychology and then moved and started doing some in-home family therapy work to work with kids and their families to help make everything more cohesive in the family. I did that for a couple years. I did crisis work where if people were having a very significantly hard time I would do hospitalizations for them and then after getting my master's too I also started working in a residential for teenage girls. So it was for girls who couldn't live at home anymore because their behaviors or their family life was just too much and I worked with them and I worked with their families to get them back home and back into, or back to wherever they wanted to go. We did a lot of stuff with Job Corps. We did a lot of independent living stuff. So I really enjoyed nice. that. And that's when I so wanted to be like, I want to work with teens. Like that's my sweet spot, I think. Um, but after a little bit of that. I ended up going to like outpatient and that's where I actually met (laughs) Tammy. We work at the safe private practice. Um, And I right now work with children, with teens, their families. I love doing family work. I love helping families figure out what is stopping them from communicating the right way and just reducing tension in the home and helping people just express themselves and not feel judged and not feel like just opening their mouths is going to cause like a huge problem with the people that they live with. It's one of my favorite, mm-hmm. favorite things in the whole wide
1: world. Mhm. Mhm. That's a, and that's a, a trust thing. I, you know, we, yeah. we talk a lot about that. Like you really have to develop a trust, um, a level of trust with, with kids and teens, especially to, um, help them work through, okay, what are your fears and speaking up in your family? Um, you know, and it doesn't mean their family's bad or anything. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, a lot of times it has to do with the the dynamics. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and when I'm writing my progress notes, oh my gosh, I use that word so much dynamics, right. Cause it's, you know, we don't, I did a, um, my concentration for my master's in social work was family support or family systems. Um, I forget which they titled it, but, um, that, you know, we talked about that a lot was, nobody experiences life in a vacuum, mm-hmm. right? So the relationships you have in your family um, are, are really important. And, you know, when I ask people, sometimes um, I think adults, when I'm asking them about like what they grew up with and stuff like that, it's not because I'm looking to, you know, dig up some some trauma or I'm looking to blame a, a parent or anything. Um, a lot of times what that has to do with is just, We learn how to have relationships with other people, um, friends, neighbors, partners for life, um, you know, our kids, our parents, all of that is just so important in how we develop, you know, so looking at family dynamics is always important. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think that's a part of wellness too, that people don't really think about when you are living in an environment that the dynamics are just a little bit off, that wellness candle or light is just so dim because you're Mm -hmm. not even thinking about it.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. So you have, let's say you have a a family of four, everybody's doing great. And something happens where one member of that family gets stressed. It impacts everybody. Mm -hmm. It's not like oh, well, they have this issue going on. Everyone else is okay. Um, They, you know, everybody else in the family feels it.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's what I think we want to do with this podcast too, is talk about all the different types of wellness Mm -hmm. and what wellness looks like for everybody in your family. Mm -hmm. So whether it's for kids, for teens, for parents, you know, for anxiety, for depression, And that's one of the things that we really want to focus on and bring resources and bring information. You know, we hope to do interviews. We hope to give you guys resources, especially just located for Northeastern Pennsylvania, where I feel like even just doing the research, there's not a lot that's out there.
1: Right.
0: So if there's not a lot that's out there, it's really hard to find. So I really hope that we can maybe start a conversation and start bringing more wellness and bringing more positive energy to the people, to all of you who are listening and then maybe to just this area itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Cause I, I think too, you know, sometimes, mm-hmm. um, the kids I work with, the parents are, you know, pretty much saying, okay, you know, they're, they're having a hard time. I, I want you to be a support for them and help them Um, you know, and, and really looking at, okay, that's great. We're going to work on and focus on your son or your daughters, um, you know, whatever, whatever it is that they're currently dealing with and trying to address, but let's also look at your wellness and what are you doing to take care of yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and what are the other adults in this kid's family doing for their wellness and what are you doing for their, their siblings, their peers, their friends? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we all need to focus on wellness. Especially when you're
0: working. And especially when you're working from home. It becomes really hard to almost disconnect from, this is where I'm working and now I'm home and now I have to make dinner and now we still have to clean and do laundry. And all of the other wonderful things and make sure the kids are fed and make sure that everybody is doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Everything with COVID has kind of turned our lives upside down.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and our our normal that was five or six months ago I don't think is going to be our normal again it's Mm -mm. you know we're going to have to adjust and figure out new norms
0: yeah we were just talking yesterday about how long we've been working from home and just working through doing zoom calls and stuff and it's Mm -hmm. been four months already and it's easy to think that it's been that long
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah for sure
0: So that is our hope for you guys. We want to be able to be a beacon of maybe lightness and wellness and increase positivity and help you guys understand that there are good things that are in our community and that you, you can use things. We were just talking right before we started recording of something that Tammy found that's doing zoom stuff that we're going to talk about next week and, or not next week, two weeks. (laughs) But, you know, there's so much stuff that we've found just online to help with things. So, hopefully, what we're going to do is give you guys a lot of information. Um, and we're going to be posting on our social media accounts.
1: Oh, good segue.
0: <laughs> we have a Facebook and Instagram. So we can once we have more information we'll be adding a lot of stuff to those pages too for where you can find the things that we're talking about for the week maybe have some just positive insight you guys can interact with us and if you ever want us to cop, uh, cover something, we can also look into that from your ideas as well.
1: Yeah so and our, our email is uh, Wellness with. T the letter T spell out and the letter J at gmail.com. So you can email us. Um, hopefully you can find us on Facebook and Instagram just by searching T and J wellness. Yep. Um, so yeah, those are our, our logo
0: is pink. If you haven't realized already, <laughs> so it's pink and purple <laughs> and you know, so if you see T and J wellness with, with a pink background and purple lettering, you know, it's us. Yep. Um, and we look forward to working with you guys and hearing from you and i can't wait to see what this becomes
1: yay Woo-hoo.